What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they use to make Brondo. Yeah, but why do they use them to make Brondo? Because Brondo's got electrolytes. Hello, and welcome to that there da damn film. Oh, I can't even do it. <laughs> that, that there damn film That though. there damn film show. It's actually, I just thought that kind of fits in with the theme of the film. Are you doing a hillbilly voice by any chance? I guess so. Maybe it's a Philbilly or Hill Philly voice. Oh, whoa. Whoa. You're darn tootin' straight. <laughs> anyway, hello. Welcome to that damn film show. But this time with my regular voice. Kind of. Sort of. I'm Phil, and over there. I'm Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, Nelly. Oh, damn. What have we started? I don't know. Um, well. What are we talking about this week, Dan? We'll do our socials in a minute, but I think this one needs to be told. Okay. We are doing Idiocracy. Whoa. Am I synopsizing before? Um, uh, let's do socials. I did them last week, so yeah. you can do all the work this yeah, time. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> um, as ever, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Spotify. <laughs> Spotify? <laughs> forward slash that damn film worse. show that's oh, even worse than God. I was last week oh, no. I take everything back I take everything back <laughs> facebook.com forward slash that damn film show <laughs> and twitter.com forward slash that damn film show there we go almost fucked it up again right we'll do it you can also follow us on Spotify you can I think I was trying to you know merge those two together for some and reason and you can subscribe to us on iTunes I believe I don't know how that works though because I don't use iTunes yeah it's and we're also on a few other platforms everywhere now. yeah everywhere all over the shop yeah yeah <laughs> anyway that's our socials that's our socials we might make an Instagram at some point I'd imagine yeah probably. yeah that's probably a good idea get them um, pictures up you know definitely yeah. Anyway. So um, the uh, the idiocy is probably that's probably accounted for why I did that. Yes. Um, and we'll explain why. Well, wouldn't it be funny if we're like really dumb in this podcast? <laughs> not, even, not even on purpose. <laughs> There's no words. We're just banging our heads against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so, idiocracy. Mm. The storyline is we've got um, Luke Wilson as the main character, Joe Bowers or Bayers. Um, he's part of the army. And they recruit him for like a top secret mission where they put him in it's kind of like cryogenically frozen mm. but he's put in he's put in stasis um for several hundred years uh along with another character called rita played by maya rudolph and um she's said she always says she's in the private sector but that's not actually true <laughs> private sector and she's an artist yes uh, uh particular type of artist but we'll <laughs> explain that later um so they're put in this test um initially they're not supposed to go that far in the future mm. it's supposed to i think it's just supposed to be a few uh, years it's meant to be a year yeah exactly yeah. um it's like a kind of social experiment thing but then what happens is people people that are stupid keep uh having children having children and people that are clever uh, and career-driven, uh, being sensible and going, oh, no, I'll do it next year, mm. and always putting off the idea of children until it's too late. Um, so then what happens is that the world is gradually getting stupider, and things start happening, and the 
the lab gets bulldozed yes uh because it turns because <laughs> it turns out that the guy running it it well he gets arrested that's all I'm yes for now. so the entire program is essentially shut down mm. but they everyone forgets that there are two people <laughs> in stasis and they bulldoze this building and they're just covered yeah i don't know how they remain intact yeah you think they would have cleaned up the rubble but now they just get part on top of but then i guess everyone's <laughs> starting to become stupider at that True. point anyway so they're Very buried like real life <laughs> yeah yeah well this is the thing um so they're buried under all this rubble and no one notices and several hundred years go past 500 years 500 is it yes i think it was meant to be it, it's meant to be 20 it's meant to be 2500 something right okay so it's meant to be yeah, about yeah. 500 years yeah. so all that time goes past that kind of premise that everyone stupid is getting stupider is carrying on and then um joe is the first one to wake up mm. because his stasis pod crashes into <laughs> frito who's another character played by dax shepherd that's that's where we were at and then the rest of the film is joe walking around completely baffled at how stupid the world has become exactly because joe is he is called joe isn't he yeah oh because he's the most average man alive average as far joe, as they yeah because he's yeah. an average joe so they send him into the pods because they want to have someone in the future who's as average as possible yeah they pick him because his scores are exactly remarkably average. average yeah and then <laughs> they pick rita um she's not actually part of the army but they they can't find anyone else to match his stats mm. apart from this woman rita um so that's how she comes into it and it's kind of told from joe's perspective but she does come back into it quite yeah quickly. it goes from her perspective a couple of times and it's mainly <clears throat> joe rita and frito is the main three characters yeah and then you've got other side characters you've of course got the president as well. indeed <laughs> which we will talk about but what's what's wrong with this future dan I've everything seen... exactly and why because it's gonna happen <laughs> yes pretty much but yes also because everyone's incredibly stupid yeah yes <laughs> which will happen exactly Slash fact, is i think happening. we're kind of already we're getting we're there already there parts of the world for sure <laughs> this this is the thing this film is very funny very silly but highly satirical yeah and it's quite intelligent considering the subject matter. <laughs> and at times a little bit unnerving how <laughs> how accurate yeah. it is. <laughs> well it's it's from um Mike Judge, writer and director, who's done Beavis and Butthead, Office Space, a really interesting quirky film called Extract, that I was actually quite impressed mm. by, with Jason Bateman. Um and King of the Hill. Yeah. So it's that's his filmography. <laughs> So you can totally see what he's doing. And mm. obviously a lot of his past films about have been commentary on American culture, work culture, family cult family life culture. So it's continuing that yeah. down that vein. Keeping that trend going. So I guess we should probably ask the question How Was is it, it a time, time travel, travel film? film? I mean we kinda of, you kinda of gave it away in the synopsis. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. It kind of can't yeah. not do that. So, it's yeah. set in the future. It's set in the future. 500 years in the future. And that's pretty much all you need to know. Time travel right there. 
boom, yeah. reverse the Terminator because they're going exactly. to the future rather than back to the past. There is a time machine involved. There is. There's two, actually, <clears throat> when we'll get into the trivia. Oh, um, interesting. But we won't say any more at the moment. That'll be spoiler. Because that's a spoiler. Um, so, what well, did then. you think? Because you'd never seen it before. I'm I had never seen know. it before, but it was hilarious. The uh, Just straight away from the opening, you could tell what it was going to do from that family tree thing. So, <laughs> I, I won't classify this as too much spoiler because it's literally the first minute of the film, but... Um, it shows the family tree of two families and one of them is the uh, in very intelligent business driven people who they keep saying oh we're gonna have children are oh, not yet the business market's gone down so we need to do this and it keeps repeating and repeating and repeating and that they end up not having children whereas a some like american hick has like five children with one person and then sleeps with his neighbor who also gets pregnant and then he sleeps with like five other people who also get pregnant and then his children start sleeping with people who also get pregnant and he keeps going on and on and on and on and <laughs> some of the random bits of trivia like how hank hill is in that family tree mm. and a monkey at one point <laughs> george bush george bush is in there and yeah it basically shows you how stupid people breed much more than intelligent people and that's why in the future everyone will be stupid <laughs> yes brilliant <laughs> so yes i thought it was very funny it was it was very satirical comedy while also being a stupid comedy like kind of like that dumb sort of um idea but it works very well and like everyone played their characters very well i felt um especially especially luke wilson because he was incredibly average like there there was he was never like he was never like emotionally he was always average he was never too high and he was never too low he was just smack bang in the middle at all times and yet he's he becomes the smartest person on the planet yes because, because he's everyone past. else is so, so dumb. stupid <laughs> i mean his his part of his performance that i really liked was the fact that he just is so at a loss with everything. He really acts and reacts well to being completely like, what? Mm. All the time? Like He's got this <laughs> frown on his face and these kind of, this, you know, that, that where he's rolling his eyes all the time. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good, funny performance. Yeah, well, actually, we've kind of gone straight into acting, which was the yeah. next point. But yeah, yeah, he, he he plays it very well. I haven't seen him in many other films. Can you think of any that Luke Wilson is in? I know I have seen him in other films, but I can't think of them. I have a feeling there's a film called No Vacancy, with it's like a horror with Matthew that McConaughey. Does ring a bell, actually, um, that's a serious film. Um, I I I think I've only ever seen him in in serious films, actually strangely enough i think he's in films with owen wilson as well like he's probably <clears> in because owen wilson's in the royal <laughs> tenenbaum so he might be in that <laughs> i won't lie i've seen legally blonde so he's in that <laughs> it's an all right film all the confessions are coming out i know right uh have you seen legally blonde too though that's the real test <laughs> please of course i've seen legally blonde <laughs> or the uh american title legally blonder was that actually called no, that no. okay <laughs> Uh, otherwise, I don't recognise his filmography. He was in 
Charles An- Charlie's Angels, the 2001. Charles Angels. A film called Rock Dog. Oh, he's in Anchorman. That's where I recognise him from. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's one, He's the Channel 6 news... Because they're the Channel 6 news team, and I think yeah, they're the, the Channel 5. Yeah, the rival five. one, isn't it? Yeah. He's also, he is also <laughs> in Royal Tenenbaums, that I thought he was. Other than that... Don't really recognise any of his films, to be honest, but I just... I know, I just feel like I know him know him in many films. He usually but... plays supporting roles. Yeah. Um, so it is unusual to see him in a role. It's called Vacancy, not No Vacancy. That's my mistake. Strangely enough, a little bit of trivia for this film. His other brother is also in it. Yeah. But not Owen Wilson. What's no. his name again? Um, something Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily what enough. What a name. <laughs> kind of looked like a Hemsworth brother, though. He does, Andrew Wilson. Andrew Wilson, that was it. Um, he's, I've seen him in a film called Whiplash. What well, Andrew Wilson? Andrew Wilson, mm. which is with Ellen Page. It's about a rollerblading team. Wait, and he's a coach in it. I that because you told me that he was in Whiplash earlier, and I assumed you meant Whiplash. No, with, Whip it, not Whiplash. I was gonna say, like, what the fuck? Why does I say Whiplash? <laughs> I'm getting dumber, Phil. <laughs> yeah, Whip it. That's what this film does to you, but in a good way. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Luke Wilson, he, w- he was very good. I mean, there's not really any w- other way he could have played the character because he's meant to be average, mm. so he does it well. Yeah, and he is the straight character in a lot of ways, but mm. he still is very funny as well. Yeah, his uh, his reactions and everything to it is hilarious. Mm. Like, just when like he's... Um... <laughs> It's a bit where he's getting a medical exam and he has to put three different pipes in Oh, him. yeah. One in the ear, one in the mouth, and one in the butt. And then the guy mixes them up and he keeps mixing them up and he doesn't know which one goes in the ass and the mouth and everything. It's, just it's the way he just point. looks at these idiots. Yeah. And just <laughs> sighs or looks upwards. <laughs> and sometimes he just kind of gives in and goes, oh, all right. And just rolls with it, even though he knows it's ridiculous. Uh, well... That's Luke Wilson. What was uh, the other character's name? I can't remember. So uh, Rita is played by <laughs> Maya Rudolph, mm. who's in a lot of other comedies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen her. Yeah, in she's else. in like Bridesmaids and other stuff like that. Mm. Pretty sure she's in Bridesmaids. Um, but yeah, she's she's good. She's mm. good. She's funny. Um, she's a kind of. I guess she's his co-lead. Yeah, she's a uh, good at good at ex- exploiting her clientele, shall we say? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and she um, she, she when she's pretending, we we can say it really, can't we? Yeah, I suppose because it is right in the first two minutes. They film. tell they tell the audience it, but they don't tell uh, Joe Joe's character. So she's a prostitute. Yeah, um, who pretends that she's a social worker artist. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> pretend, but um, tells Joe that Joe kind of misconstrues what she says because mm. she says she. I don't know what she says, but he uses it. He he thinks in his mind. Yeah. Because he is a bit gullible and he is a little bit stupid, to be fair. It's only because <laughs> the world's so stupid in the future that he actually is the most intelligent is person the most on intelligent. Earth. <laughs> and it, all of this is from an IQ test, which is hilarious, that scene. Yeah. But they, they've got, um, they've got a, quite a funny back and forth chemistry. Yeah. They, uh, so when they are back in well in the current time for them at least uh they have the little bit of banter in the room but you can tell she's very much like avoiding him as much as possible yeah 
Um, but yeah, the in the future they have good chemistry and everything, and obviously that builds into something. But yeah, I feel like she played uh, she played the role very well as well. Again, she has to kind of play it average and reacting to everything like it's incredibly stupid, which obviously it's meant to be. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just weird that she's um, she's like meant <laughs> ultimately she's meant to be like as average as possible, and then in the modern in the future she's just that degree of well high upness in society mm. yeah <laughs> and she's like tricking clientels into like giving her money for nothing exactly using it to her advantage and because presumably before she would have been <clears throat> in a more compromising position where she maybe she was exploited by her pimp yeah um which is another character <laughs> um and and then you've got oh, the upgrade upgrade <laughs> with two d's yeah it's spelled as in the color grade yeah up g r a y e double d yeah the american spelling um and he's uh he's not in it much no but he's but quite funny when he is the little bits he has you have but, to uh I, w I won't say what happens but you do have to stick around for after the credits for more upgrade as well. yeah pre-marvel after credits scene. i know right these guys were way ahead way ahead of their times although i'm pretty sure this came out after the first daredevil which i think I oh, know. I don't think it did. It's 2006. Scene. It came out. Yeah, I think Daredevil was 2003. But now that I think about, it, I don't think it had an after credit scene. No, it would have been <clears> Iron <throat> Man, which was 2008, wasn't it? Nah, no. Daredevil, the original Daredevil film with Ben Affleck, wasn't after Iron Man. It was before. No, that's what I mean. I mean, Iron Man was the first one to do an after credit scene. Oh right, yeah, yeah, that's true. I think. Mm. I think. Well, there you go, Marvel. You stole it from the dumbest film ever. <laughs> idiocracy <laughs> the um other character we should probably mention is frito played by dak shepherd yeah who again is kind of a well-known comedy actor he's got quite a fun role to play because he is ridiculously stupid yeah he's always going shut up but he's also a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> is he though is I'm that his sure. actual profession i think that was meant to be his actual profession i think because he had a jacket that said lawyer on it oh right nice <laughs> But Joe crashes into his apartment. Yeah. And then I think he runs off and is kind of has that classic, oh, I'm in an alien environment, what's going on? And th But they end up meeting up again and he has to use Frito to help him out. Um, but there are little things like the, the favourite show is called Out My Balls, where it's someone getting <laughs> yeah. hitting the balls repeatedly. Which is not a far cry away from you've been framed. Let's be honest. That's true. That's what we're getting to. And kind of jackass as well. Yeah, jackass. That's probably a better. Jackass example. was just a more creative way of getting hurt. Yeah, really, exactly. That's what the only difference is. And Frito's just <laughs> sitting in this chair, which is also a toilet. Yeah, he's drinking or eating his food <laughs> out of tubes. It's it's like the most extreme version of. You know, someone being almost like that bit in um, Wally, where he goes up to space and they're all so fat, yeah, that they're floating around. But at least there, they're intelligent and created a functioning society. Yeah, but didn't the robots do that because the humans were so stupid? Mm, I'm not sure. Actually, that's a good the point. humans are all now catered for by the robots because they destroyed their <laughs> own planet. I think. Well, in then... that case, the humans were intelligent enough to make the robots. I don't know how it works. <laughs> we'll I haven't seen Wally in a long time. No, I haven't. It's been a while. All I remember is the trash planet looks similar to the trash. to this trash. 
<laughs> it does. Yeah, you you did say that, didn't you? <clears throat> um, but they're the three main stars. The three main characters. There is one more. Should we mention him now? Oh, we've got to mention him. He'll now. be in the trailers, so probably. Um, so there is, of course, the president of the United States. Donald Trump, no, that'd be fucking terrible. Imagine if he was in this film. I mean, it would probably it would work suit. quite well. It would suit, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, played by Terry Allen Cruz, which I didn't know he had a middle name. Allen. <laughs> oh, God, we're going to have to watch that at some point, aren't we? Yeah, we are. There'll be the Jurassic Park Quads, what's the six trilogy? Double trilogy? Yeah, I don't know. But. Yes, we'll have to watch all of those once the third one's out. And I'll have to endure Jurassic World. You will. And then Fallen Kingdom, which I've refused to watch to this Fallen day. Fallen Kingdom is not as bad as you If think. I have to watch uh, Fallen Kingdom, you have to watch Sausage Party. Fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if you have to watch Jurassic World, I have to watch Crystal Skull because, you know, inevitably that's Before the Crystal payoff. Skull didn't exist. It doesn't. But I'm just going to have to accept We'll have to bring it in from another dimension just so we can watch it. Yeah, what the dimension (coughs) I fucking hoofed it into. That reminds me. After we watch the Indiana Jones films on Amazon Prime, it now suggests to me that I should watch The Crystal Skull. I know, and it keeps coming up every time you put it on, like your home screen. It's just like, you want to watch it? No, I fucking don't. It's terrible. So I have to go blind in my left eye so I can't see it. You just hear like a high-pitched whine when his face is on screen. (laughs) Ah. Anyway, back to Idioxy. The Cruisinator. The Cruisinator is the President of the United States, and he plays... <laughs> well, it, what, I, what I straight away found hilarious about him is he's got shoulder-length hair. Yeah. <laughs> Which normally bold, isn't he? Yeah, and he kind of... The way he plays it, he has this energy <clears throat> and craziness. is a little bit James Brownie. Yeah, he's and like... Full on crazy. Does he come out to a James Brown song at one point? He might do, he might but do. he comes out firing two guns. I'm pretty sure as well. Yeah, and I don't mean his arms. <laughs> four guns. Four. That's true. He's firing off four guns at once. Damn. Uh, um. But yes, Terry Crews is hilarious in it because he's he's the most powerful man in the country, but he's just as stupid as everyone still. Yeah. Which sounds a lot like Donald Trump. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> this is where the film is is genius, but also quite scary. Yeah, it's also worth mentioning that this film, um, if people don't take it as satirical, then they might find it a bit Defensive too silly or something. Well, no, they might just find it a bit too. What would the word be? Juvenile humor. Yeah. But the difference is, is that that is done deliberately because that's Mike judge commenting it's like beavers and butthead mm. like if you didn't know it was satirical that would look like two idiots it looked like very lowbrow humor yeah but hidden underneath that is a very <coughs> satirical <coughs> undertone that's actually highlighting how you know it's sending up what it's portraying yeah um, which is some sometimes what the best humor does comedy and yeah they, they did it in a very good way because it it is a film that appeals to that 2000s almost frat boy style movie mm-hmm. but it's also satirical which is really good <laughs> funnily enough we watched dodgeball didn't we yeah and just it's a few days before. kind of similar to that because a lot of the similar actors in it as well yeah yeah there are a lot of the same actors and ben stiller's got quite a reputation for that anyway mm. playing either those characters and sometimes writing them so like he wrote cable guy 
Oh, Ben Stiller wrote that. He either directed or wrote it, or maybe both. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but with the cable guy, there's again that satirical commentary, particularly at the end. I won't say why because that'll spoil it. Mm. And Dodgeball has it as well. It's the comment <laughs> on that kind of obsession, the 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 gym the culture gym, yeah. of looking buff and all that stuff. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's got a lot of similarities to that. Like you say, the time it came out, that was kind of a thing. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I suppose that's acting. Cinematography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not really much to talk about. about it is quite low budget. Yeah. Um, because Although I will say that it has quite a bit of CGI in it and it didn't look that bad. I thought, unless it was models, it could have been models. Yes. Also, there's not a lot of it. No. It it's more when they show like wide shots of like the city and stuff, but it could be models. And now I'm thinking about it because some of it looked like it was like figurines and stuff. But I mean, I noticed in the Costco scene. Oh yeah, the CGI some, there. There's some quite blatant CGI green screen. I think the way they've done it to kind of fit into the look of the rest of the world, it kind of gets away with it. Exactly. So for a low budget film, I was quite impressed. Like yeah. not well not impressed, but you know surprised. Yeah, and they do the streets. I mean, the advantage the film has on many levels is that it needs to look as ridiculous as possible as well. Yeah. Because you kind of want really odd set designs and streets. Mm. Like there's like a bit where there's a building leaning against another building and then they've tied them together. Exactly. So it's little things like that. And the weird, (laughs) weird little cars and all sorts of little oh, things yeah. Um, yeah all the cars seem to be like little smart cars yeah strangely yeah <laughs> which is ironic i know right maybe that's why they chose it maybe who knows <laughs> um yeah i think they did right with um cgi there's not really much to talk about in cinematography so i suppose set design is worth mentioning yeah i think they did a good job there yeah some of the um like the i can't remember what it's called but where they had all the presidential speeches I can't mm. remember what it was called, but that was a nicely designed set. Weirdly, in a way, it reminded me of a bit of the planet in Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Because there's I'll rubbish everywhere. Mm. And there's also that Colosseum, which is similar. Yeah. So there's this kind of... It, it's in, in a way, it's futuristic, but it's gone back to the past mm. because it has gone more savage again. Yeah. Because they even... Something they didn't put in in the end, but they were going to have a thing where they showed the de-evolution of sport. Oh, right. Like baseball. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. you mentioning this. Whereas baseball, when it's, you know, baseball, and then it was extreme baseball, which was basically people hitting each other with yeah. bats, and then it was, like, things on fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it just became fire. fire. In fact, I told you this, Trevor. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Oh, okay. I just remembered. <laughs> I did look it up as well. Maybe I forgot. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's a lot of little trivia to this. Like, uh, so this is a film that, although it came out in 2005, was it? 2006. Um, Because it makes fun of so many big companies, like Starbucks is in there. Um, There's a bunch of small signs that clearly have references to big companies. Um, Fox were afraid to advertise it, so they didn't advertise it at all. And and originally they were just going to release it on DVD, but by contract it had to have a cinema release. So they gave it one week cinema release, only put it in like 10 different cinemas and gave no advertisements for it. 
and didn't even allow the cinemas to give it its title. They had to call it something else. Um, what's the director's name? Mike Judge. They called it Untitled Mike Judge Project. Which is Why? hilarious in itself <laughs> because they've literally done what Mike Judge has taken the piss out of. Yeah. Um, and you, ironically, it's probably gained more of a cult following because people that <clears throat> like that sort of thing yeah, will even like the fact that it's it's you know it's like the kind of snake eating its own tail thing exactly so i mean a lot of films of that style end up getting more popular because of the cult following like look at anchorman that didn't do very well in cinema but look at the room the room yeah christ yeah the room's one of the most well-known films ever now <laughs> yeah oh god the room we'll have to do that one day as well you realize right <laughs> yeah of course of course we're gonna oh um what else is there? Sound. There's not really much to talk about. In sound. The music's just no. There's some good there. songs in there, um, kind of used comedically in some cases, mm. and just just catchy songs. Yeah, it's nothing really memorable in that regard. No, there's there's good voiceover <laughs> work. I quite like the narration. Oh yes, yeah. There, I can't remember the voice actor's name, but there's a very famous voice actor in there. Yeah. Um, he's in loads of stuff. He did all the like robotic voices of like the computers and stuff. It's oh, very right. good. Um, that's pretty much it. There's yeah, not, yeah. There's not much else to say about the film that isn't spoilery. Spoilery, so we can jump into that in a minute. But. Yeah, I mean, there's some good little supporting performances. Um, quite a few familiar faces from from comedy films. Yeah, which have funny lines. There's a lot. It's it's a film that's made up with a lot of funny little moments. Mm. Um, because the whole concept is that humanity is stupid it can take that idea and run with it for mm. so long and it never stops being funny no um, especially the tests he has to do <laughs> yeah to kind of there's a test he has to do to get into somewhere and then a test he has to do i don't I can't remember why is why, why he does the iq test yeah he i won't say until the spoiler section oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah i know why but it's it's <clears> like an endless an endless tap with that sort of yeah. storyline because it's like well what how stupid can we take it and it does it takes it to its utmost exactly and there's a lot of visual humor as well yes um, a lot just, of gags and a lot of funny stuff going on in the background um, when so something will happen and then the main characters like joe and frito and um is it rita rita yeah right. they're all kind of like <laughs> wandered off to do something else or they're talking after yeah. something's happened and it's still carrying on and getting more <laughs> crazy in the, in the background, background. ridiculous <laughs> so it's got some nice little moments yeah they did a good job of it if if you like films like dodgeball some of the early adam sander films like happy gilmore that sort of thing um, the and golden years. the american pie movies you're gonna like this it is that kind of humor i'd say in a good way i'd say it's better than the american pie movies yes it's well. more satirical it's got more satirical the first it. american pie film's good yeah fair. i remember the second one being all right but i can't remember the third i, I think i'd stop watching by that point mm. but there's you know that's what's nice about this film they never made a sequel even though it's got an after credit scene yeah it, it does hint at one yeah it never happened it's kind of nice that it doesn't mm. um sort of like his other films you, you couldn't really do much with it because they would either have to start getting more intelligent or you'd just be repeating the same film. Yeah, and, and if they get yeah. more intelligent, then you lose, lose the... the point. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's about all she wrote. 
Mm. Yeah, and, I think so. Uh, apart from one other person's opinion. Oh, yes. The main man. I have no idea what he's going to say this week. <laughs> well, <laughs> the stuff that comes out of his mouth is it's just... just madness. It's poetry in motion is what it is. It's... Uh, <laughs> It's both controversial and yet highly acceptable by the population. And slightly arousing. Exactly. Well, everything he says is... <laughs> Blooming hell, governor. <laughs> anyway, there's only one man's opinion left. And he is not an idiot. He's super intelligent, actually. Mm. Like, yeah, he's very good. Mr. Jeff Goldblum, what have you got for us this week on Idiocracy? Let's see. Uh, I don't know that we're using a magnet. I, I do some. Non- I'm technologically uh, pretty uh, out of the box, advanced. Well, thank you very much, Jeff. Your opinion is always, always highly appreciated. Cheers, pal. Yeah. Anyway, if you don't want to hear spoilers, then you know, get out. Yeah, it's time to leave. <laughs> but if you do want to hear spoilers, let's stick around because we're going to talk about them. Right now. Boom. Spoiler number one. Go. I thought you had one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said I, save it for the spoiler. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, so the basically, let's go after he goes to the future. He ends up getting arrested for... Uh, what does he get? Oh, he gets arrested because the Rita tries to get food from a vending machine. It takes her money, but doesn't give her the food. So he tries to get the food out of the machine, and then he gets arrested because of it. And because he hasn't got a scannable thing on his arm, like everyone else does, he then goes to prison. In order to get out of prison, he just tells the guard that he's <laughs> that he's meant to be getting out of prison that day, not going in. So he it's, just walks yeah, out. It's almost um, like that scene <laughs> from Life of Brian, where they've got the crucifixion. And I think it's Eric Idle goes, uh, no, no, freedom. He goes, I haven't got anything wrong. So they said, let me go. And he goes, jolly good glad to hear it off you go and then he goes oh no i'm only joking crucifixion <laughs> but if he'd have left that would have been the, the yeah. same thing yeah um but he runs out of prison uh two automated turrets are supposed to kill him instead just kill each other because they're also stupid and then as he's running away one of my favorite easter eggs is he runs past a burnt out delorean and not just any delorean but the Back to the Future DeLorean. The first instance of Time Machine. Exactly. Yeah. It's amazing. It is cool. It's very cool. It's good. Little, there is a few Easter eggs in it, like the Hank Hill one and stuff. Yep. Um, but yes, the IQ test, he does when they're printing a thing on his arm. So oh, yeah. e- everyone in the world has a barcode on their arm to, to say who they are, which is, come to think of it, everyone's got these barcodes mm. that can be scanned like at high speeds when he's driving along, one of his gets gets It's scanned. quite clever tech. Yeah. I thought and that when I saw that. It's definitely the most intelligent thing in the film. Um, but yeah, he does an IQ test before he gets that. And the IQ test is literally, <laughs> one of the questions is, you have one bucket that holds five <laughs> gallons and another bucket that holds two gallons. How many buckets do you have? <laughs> and then there's the shapes into... Building block uh, shapes. Building block shapes into uh, into holes test. The way the guy next to him <laughs> covers it up so he can't see. Can't see even though he's, he's pushing a square into a triangle. triangle. <laughs> um, but yeah, he basically gets the best um, test scores in their history because they've clearly lost a lot of their history 
So that's how he ends up getting recruited by Terry Crews, president of the United States, and becoming his. I can't remember what his actual job is. Oh, I can't remember. You they've don't... all got. They've all got jobs that aren't <laughs> real secretary jobs. Um, secretary of Education was a real one, but it's just a guy who's just like putting a shotgun in his mouth and looking down the barrel. Oh, of the that gun. guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He has basically a committee of morons. Yes, basically. And they will have like giant like rapper medallions, mm-hmm. like as their proof of who they are. They all drink Brondo. Which... All drink Brondo because it's replaced water. <laughs> yeah, it's their version of Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Which another bit of trivia actually got released in real life for about a year, and was actually really popular and has like a fan following on. Does it have electrolytes still. in it though? <laughs> Apparently it does, <laughs> but it's got. Plants crave electrolytes, right? Uh, but yes, basically they're using uh, brand Br- Brondo, 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 Brando. for the re- could have been a contender. <laughs> the replacement for every form of drinking water. The only place they use water still is in toilets. Mm-hmm. So he uses the water from the toilets to start watering the plants, and then they start to grow, and that's how he ends up becoming like the president's number one person. And then it just kind of goes from there really yeah so his joe's role is precariously balanced throughout the whole film yes one minute he's gonna die the next he's the president's right hand man it's kind of because everything's so stupid he can use it to his advantage Mm. which rita's character does as well yeah um whereby she exploits a a pimp because obviously (laughs) usually she'd be working for her pimp upgrade but because the pimp in the future is so stupid she gets him to just give her money for nothing. Yeah. And keeps saying, I'll come back next time and, you know, there'll be something in it for you. <laughs> and the guy's going, yeah, yeah. He just yeah, gives yeah, her can more we, money. Yeah, yeah, more money. Don't forget, you're still on the clock. Oh, yeah, and gives her more money. <laughs> but the problem for both characters, which soon happens, is that because the world is so stupid, you can twist it to your advantage, but at the same time... They'll easily flip back. They'll easily flip back because... <clears throat> you could say something really logical and they wouldn't understand it and just resort to kind of mob mentality yeah so um, when he starts using water to to water the plants it for some reason bankrupts the brondo company even though everyone's still drinking it and that makes millions of people lose their jobs so they come to kill him for it and put him in an arena fight with andrew wilson who's like beef supreme be he's literally called beef supreme yeah. isn't he <laughs> and uh yeah he he's assigned to kill him but he gets rescued at the last second it goes from there but they had the three different vehicles they had the the drill the the like screwdriver one and then they had a massive one that couldn't fit through the door and then blew up trying to get in and they all look <laughs> penis shaped they're all penis shaped and then joe actually has a dildo, a dildo on his car, his car. <laughs> oh god yeah this is this so is where many, the silly humor definitely comes it's definitely the, the silly humor um but it of course has you know a happy ending he becomes vice president and then the president yeah there's a second time machine but it's just a ride there's the t- what was this first time machine the delorean oh right okay you but that doesn't work either that but one doesn't work either the time machine they actually find is a ride um, which and it's spelled wrong it's machine yeah and they go through and it's just little 
things in history that which are completely wrong. Completely wrong. Uh, what was it? Um, Charlie Chaplin as Hitler. Charlie Chaplin as Hitler. It was a bit with like <laughs> T Rexes as Nazis. Oh, T Rexes as Nazis. That was a great one. Madness. Uh, what a film. <laughs> yeah, it's cracking. It's very silly and easy to watch, but there is depth to it yeah. as well. It, the the satir- satirical side of it makes it good. If it didn't have that, it would have just been a bit too silly. But yeah. with that, it makes it good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's film of its time, definitely. Oh yeah, I feel like if you made that now, it wouldn't be. Well, I mean, it would still be funny. It but might it, be it, relevant. It might. It's true. Maybe idiocracy do a comeback. But yeah, I know what you mean. There's there's something about early <clears throat> mid two thousand films which has a. It's got a particular style and feel, um, kind of quirk- frat boy films became goofy, a big thing. Quirky. Yeah, um, yeah, it's that slightly, yeah, it's weird, weird American style, mm. but I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's like again, like Dodgeball and mm. a few other films, uh, American Pie films, like they have that. I suppose the slightly more modern version of that is the Hangover, hangover movies yes. and things like Tag. Yeah, which is you know it's still quite frat boyish, but it's a bit more intelligent. And the first Hangover is 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 was good when it came yeah. out. I I did enjoy it. I thought the first was good, not so much the second. I really enjoyed the third, even though it got bad I reviews. The third. But the third was pretty. I good remember well. the second one wasn't much. No, the second was too much. The first one again, yeah. but the third one actually mixed up a bit. For one, they don't have hangovers. Oh, interesting. Yeah, there we go. Spoiler for Hangover Three there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I think that's about it. Yeah. Wraps up nicely to our old timeline of about forty minutes, whereas the last two have gone like an hour, an hour and a hour. Well, and I 20. mean, Tenet was never going to be short. No, um, and t- Terminator Two obviously a bit, yeah. bit longer. Even though not yeah. too bad, fifty minutes that was wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting good, getting good. Yeah, yeah. Well then, it's the end of it for this week, then. It is. It is that time. It's a again. Tearful goodbye. <laughs> Even though I live with you, so yeah. It still, still, <laughs> still hurts. <laughs> but we will be back. We will. So don't fret. Why didn't you say that last week in Terminator 2? You did say we'll be back. <laughs> Flipping hell. <laughs> oh, lost opportunities. What an idiot. <laughs> Idiocrit. I don't know. I- Idiocritit. <laughs> Idiocritit. Well then. Yes. Watch the film. Funny. Watch it. It's, it's funny. It's got some good acting. In the sense of it being they're all idiots. Yep. Nice. Check it out. And uh, in the meantime, if you would please vacate the podcast by getting out.